0: Uncle Ron here, when I was in 6th grade, we were at Becky Stevenson's house playing Spin the Bottle. It landed on me. I pulled my pants down and stuck the whole bottle inside me and yelled, I win. They kicked me out of the party. I guess these kids didn't play by the same rules that my family played at our house.
1: Oh yeah, my favorite podcast. The Sick and Wrong Podcast, because it's a very good podcast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a funny, 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 funny show. Sick and Wrong Podcast is a wonderful podcast. Wide world.
2: Good evening, welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. I'm Harrison. How are you holding up there, Harrison? How
3: am I holding up? How are you uh, holding up
2: in these troubled times? Let me answer times? that
3: question with a question, okay? All right. Let's assume that um, you're a, a, a woman uh, or a... Virtually any other entity of any other gender, right. other kin, kinfolk, volkish, whatever. Yeah. Okay. And anyone other than you, and you've taken me as a lover. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try to imagine that. Try but to. It's tough, but I'll, yeah, try to do that. Yeah, okay. And uh, now think, think to yourself: Why would you connect me with your drug dealer, who, among other things, sells opiates? Hmm. That is a good question. I don't think
2: mm-hmm. I would do that if I was your lover. Okay. If I was your loverkin.
3: If I was your lover, kin.
2: I probably yeah, wouldn't do so. that. Mm-hmm. What I would try to do is sell you into prostitution to a prominent Republican senator from South Carolina. Yeah. Because I wouldn't mind seeing how much money you could make for the sick and wrong fund.
3: You you'll come away with something from that if you do it. I think you good. Know, like an internship yeah. or something.
2: Or something. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's you know, I struggle with ways to promote the show. We try advertising. We do some Facebook ads. You know, we go on the YouTube. But I think, though, the thing we need to do now is just, you know, whore out my co-hosts to Republican senators who are closeted. Sure. I think okay. that's the next step, the next logical yeah. step. <laughs> have, uh, have you been reading about that, the Lady G, the Lady G thing? Um.
3: Yes, I have, actually. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it is hilarious. And yesterday, hmm. I went on this, like, I don't know, this three-hour bender of trying to contact male escorts to come on okay. the show and talk about having sexual relations with Lindsey Graham. Yeah. Uh, because, this, so this all stems from a porn star, a gay adult film star named Sean Harding tweeted out on, uh, I think it was on Thursday, that there's a homophobic Republican senator who is no better than Trump, who keeps passing legislation that's damaging to the LGBT and minority communities. Every sex worker I know has been hired by this man, wondering if enough of us spoke out, if we can get him out of office. And so he tweeted that, and then a bunch of other escorts were like, oh, I know who you're talking about. You're talking about Lady G. And it's, it's obviously Lindsey Graham. Yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of stuff came out about this guy. I mean, Lindsey Graham is a ghoulish creature. He's a ghoulish creature. Yes. And, and yes, we yes. were discussing this yesterday, but it's not right to out somebody. You should ever I mean, you should never out somebody. I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's something that I, I think it's damaging and it's hurtful. It causes, causes people to commit suicide. It, it does a lot of damage. However, Lindsey Graham does a lot of damage. He does a lot of damage to to gay rights, to minority rights. And meanwhile, this guy is 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 a complete hypocrite, hiring male escorts and you know, having gay sex and living the gay lifestyle, yet condemning the gay lifestyle in public.
3: Yeah. So I think it's kind of he's deserving of an outing. I you know what? Shit is the way things have gotten in the last five years, I feel like the the, the standard rules of engagement are out the window. You know? Yeah, if you're on I mean, that side, you're not entitled to any fucking protection. I don't give a fuck about nothing no more.
2: I kind of agree with that. The gloves are off, you know?
3: Yeah. And I kind of feel like... Like, if, you, like if, you, if it was really that big of a deal to you, you would maybe not get prostitutes, you know? <laughs> exactly. Just, like, try to, yeah, not do that. My God. Oops. And plus, if you think about it,
2: you know, the voting public would probably want to know that this guy that they're voting for is a complete hypocrite, engaging in illegal activities... You know maybe maybe, maybe that's some information they should be privy to before casting their vote to reelect him in November correct correct you know, so i I yeah. you know, I laud these guys that are going out. my hat's off to you, big ups, and I think it's a good thing. What's really funny though, and the reason why I wanted to have them on the show is because there's some salacious details coming out about Lindsey Graham and his sexual proclivities. uh one hmm. being my favorite thing is uh, a couple escorts have said that. He's like a power top, and while he's fucking, he likes to exclaim in a Mickey vou- like a Mickey Mouse voice, going "ha ha," like while he's fucking. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, and the escorts are like, yeah. they find it really distracting, but they just kind of mm. go with it. Mm. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, my favorite thing that mm. came out though, and I guess there was a blog post on Medium.com where an escort did a whole expose about having a sexual, like a, a horrifying sexual mm-hmm. encounter with Lindsey Graham. And they, medium.com immediately took it down. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, this came out from a sex worker's account of an encounter with Lindsey Graham. Brace yourself, people. It's, it's, it's horrific. He Go says, ahead. when I came out of the bathroom, he was on the bed naked. On all fours. Are you picturing this? Is, is your cat with the German Kaiser hat getting in a, oh, an erection? Oh, I'm into it. I'm getting into it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So Lindsey Graham, naked, on a bed on all fours. The escort noted that there were dark... That dick is deployed. <laughs> there <laughs> were dark gentlemen. marks around his anus. I asked if he'd showered, and he said, yes. I asked if it was okay if I wiped him down. And he said, sure. (laughs) So I wet a face towel and I wiped and I wiped and I wiped between his buttocks, but nothing was coming
3: off. The
2: dark marks were still around his anus. (laughs) Then
3: I realized- I remember this this episode (laughs) of Black Mirror.
2: (laughs) Then I realized his taint wasn't dirty. It was full of dark moles. Dark moles and dense clusters up and down the length of his taint, mm-hmm. and so when I asked him about it, mm. he said, "I hope you don't mind; those are just my little ladybugs." Mm. And he said he just ran out of there. It just—he found it so disturbing. He just freaked out and ran out of there. But he Where said are that- <laughs> Where are
3: you going? Where are you going?
2: They're just my ladybugs, mm. my little ladybugs. Um, My love with Lady helps. <laughs> he said that uh, Any escort that has been hired By Lindsey Graham could corroborate this So that's what I that's, I welcome any escorts Who have had sexual relations with Lady G as he's known in the community Anyone who's had sex With Lady G You know your NDAs that he made you sign They're not going to be applicable because it's Illegal to hire a male escort in Washington D.C. Right So come on yeah. sick and wrong and let's talk about some ladybugs.
3: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> who needs to, you know who needs, who needs to like go to TMZ and get like money? Yeah, you, know? you come on sick and hey, wrong. That's how that's how it starts. We'll give you a T-shirt. We'll give you whatever. You yeah, know? get a sticker. Yeah. Maybe we'll give you like we
2: won't a complimentary. Give you that's for goddamn. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like genital warts, because isn't that kind of what that is? Isn't that,
3: you could be. I mean, are isn't they what, dark is, bumps? They could I guess they could be birthmarks.
2: <laughs> but a whole as far like as I cluster
3: know, th- those little those little like things that you have to get burned off with uh liquid nitrogen or whatever. Yeah, those dark. are words. Yeah, but they're not dark. I thought they right? could be I thought they could be dark. I, I don't know. I
2: should ask my brother. He he gets it done every now and then.
3: I don't, yeah, I had I had years ago, like I don't know, 15 years ago or something I had some and I got them all. On your He's atus? like I had to go like no, I had them like the other side right
2: yeah but you know people say if you've had unprotected sex with more than three people then you got it
3: you know well i mean i had to go to like liquid nitrogen burn them off i think i had to go like once a day for like two weeks or three weeks or something yeah but then they're gone and then it's it so and they never come back no yeah they were particular they weren't the kind you have forever it's like some kind you just have to get keep getting them burned off until they're gone Ah, Jesus, I must have been paying for I don't even think I got them. Yeah, well, I didn't even get them sexually. It was like, I got them from, like, shaking hands with somebody and then going to the bathroom. That's how I got them. <laughs> yeah. So.
2: My brother says a blowjob is a gay man's handshake. I've heard, yeah. So I don't know if that's... What's a gay man's milkshake, though? <laughs> <laughs> On that note, yeah. let's talk about the incel in Virginia who blew his arm off. Actually, he oh, blew yeah. his hands off mm. trying to make a bomb to uh, to to blow up hot cheerleaders who wouldn't speak to him. Mm-hmm. This guy, this guy's great. Have, have you seen yeah. the mugshot? I'm gonna post it on the website. But I have it, seen the mugshot. Yeah, he kind of just he's like just looks like that generic incel. Not, yeah, not hideously deformed or unattractive. Really not unattractive at all. Yeah. You know, you know, I mean, it kind of has a James Franco type of thing going on, yeah, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, the next picture, you just see blood splatter all over his face because he blew his hands off. It's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, an alleged violent plot against hot cheerleaders, devised by a young Virginia man known as an incel, blew up in his face literally when a concoction of explosives he was mixing went off. Uh, the, guy, the kids, he was only 23. Cole Carini. Um, a resident of Richlands, Virginia, had to get rushed to the hospital, was, was missing, one hand missing, several fingers on the other hand gone, and his face, neck, and throat just shredded by shrapnel. Oh my. The mugshot's great, though. Hmm. He told sheriffs that he was mowing his lawn, and his lawnmower flipped over and exploded like a bomb. Oh, And so that's what happened. Hmm. Um, they actually ended up going to his house and found out that his grass hadn't been cut in, like, a year. Not to mention, he with his grandma. Uh,
3: but they the also found, do <laughs>
2: well, because he's saying that he was mowing his oh, grass.
3: Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, he was missing, like, what, a hand and then, like, three fingers on the other hand? There's something insane, right? Yeah, you no, know, he blew his yeah. hand off and yeah. then I uh, was missing,
2: like, three fingers and his yeah. face, neck, and throat were, was, 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 oh, like, God. cut apart by shrapnel. Mm. Uh, But apparently when they went to his house, they found all this bomb making materials and then they found a letter that he wrote with the details of his plot against cheerleaders. Mm. This guy Mm. hated cheerleaders. Right. Um, He said that. uh, And it's funny, too, because it's like he wrote it like as if he's writing a novel. So Mm. part of it read he casually walked through the shopping mall, his jacket concealing deadly objects. He was doing it and was assured it must be done. Even if he died, the statement was worth it. He had tension that would come and go as he approached a stage of hot cheerleaders. (laughs) (laughs) The great cheerleader massacre. And then a further passage This
3: is the best Kim possible fan fiction (laughs) I've ever heard in my life.
2: A further passage, a dead seriousness sank in as he realized. He was truly passing the point of no return. He decided, "I will not back down. I will not be afraid of the consequences, no matter what. I will be a hero, just like Ugh. Elliot Rogers. They God revere damn it, that guy <laughs> they, Incel's. He was the martyr mm. for their cause. Yeah, Incel's revere Ellie, Elliot Rogers like a deity.
3: It's like, can you can you pick up?
2: It's like the worst person who ever lived. I'm trying to think aren't there what about like Neil Strauss or the guys that wrote like the mm. I don't know the game or are aren't there other people that they could revere more than Elliot Rogers? Yeah, you know. I'm just trying to think of other misogynists. Mm. noteworthy misogynists. There's a lot. Um. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, with the uh the, the plot foiled because he blew himself up. Uh the young the young man's body is so now severely compromised. He may have trouble making bombs going forward. So it looks like... Uh, oh, my God. His bomb-making days are behind him. <laughs> he, he's done. He's not going to be able to do it anymore. Yeah. Although what I think what he's... a fucking <laughs> moron, you know? <laughs> God. But they all are, though. That's the yeah. thing. They go... They, mm. they, back in the 90s these guys would have been considered loners. You know,
3: loners. Back or, in the 90s. And, you know, or in we the need 80s. a little theme for whenever you say that. We need a little Or, a little or a theme
2: 70s, going. whatever, 70s, okay. 80s, 90s. These yeah. people, I'm not saying, incels aren't a, aren't a new thing. There's been misogynists, yeah. you know, for years that have hated jocks and bemoaned the fact that they can't get laid. The thing is, though, they didn't have forums where they could commiserate with each other and trade okay. bomb-making tips. yeah. You know that that's the difference between the 90s and now Um, although I guess the 90s didn't they have forums back then
3: they didn't really most of uh, they did have forums but it wasn't was yeah it wasn't as specified yet I don't I don't think there was like a subculture
2: of these people
3: you know some of them would become serial you had your choice of maybe like 20 AOL chat rooms and that was it.
2: (laughs) yeah there weren't like full-on incel communities but now, I mean, you have stuff like slut hate or lookism or uh, the, the other one that actually, I think that one's gone now, but I think it was called brain cell mm. where these guys all get together. They talk about their hatred of chads. They talk about their yeah. hatred of women that ignore them. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then they talk about how they deserve to have sex with these women more than these alpha male chads. But the other yeah. thing that I just, I, I learned about recently what they actually talk about is plastic surgery because they feel that plastic surgery will allow them to become a Chad and fix their sex lives. Oh man. It's bizarre. So I wonder if this kid who blew his hands off, if that's the next step, if he's going to be like, well now I'm going to go get, you know, fake hands or something. He's going to have to do something in order to become a Chad. Or maybe I would, if I was a kid, I would get a hook. All women love hooks. All women love buzzsaw hands. Yeah, buzzsaw. In my, in my experience. So, yeah. Well, I mean, if you really wanted to, you could saying. probably get like vibrator hands or like Edward Penis hands or something.
3: That would be the way, yeah. That'd be the way to That'd go. That'd be the way to go, yeah.
2: But yeah, so apparently, I read this article about a, in the New York Magazine, New York Magazine, called How Many Bones Would You Break to Get Laid? And it's about incels going under the knife. To change their physical appearance because they feel that's the the only way that they can actually have sex.
3: How many bones would you break to get laid?
2: (laughs) Uh, I'd break three. The writer's name is Alice Hines. And uh, she actually wrote a pretty detailed uh, investigative piece of journalism here. Um, She profiles this one guy who goes by Truth For Lie. That's his uh, Hmm. forum moniker. Uh, this, this kid's only 27. He's depressed. He tried to commit suicide. He was in a psychiatric hospital for a bit. And then his friend, it's my favorite part of the, of the story here. His friend gave him a copy of the pickup artist guidebook, The Game. And oh, yeah. together, they practice lines from the book, planning to use them on girls in nightclubs. It's like me and you practicing pickup lines. Mm. Here's the pickup line that they practice. Would you like to kiss me? I didn't say you could. I think men should definitely try that line out at bars. Yeah. That's that would be great. Whenever I whenever I read stuff like this about like pickup artists or the game or, or guys trying to trying out pickup I just picture boner villain just staring at the mirror, practicing the lines. You know, like Travis Bickle. Right. That's it, but that's what I. The, the first mental image that I conjure up is just Boner Villain trying to do this. In fact, if the if the guy whose hands blew up happened in Colorado, I would have thought that was Boner Villain. You know, okay, but it was Richmond. Anyway, um, this guy tried out these pickup lines, middling success. Didn't really get get laid from it. So, uh, what he ended up doing is he stumbled upon a forum called Slut Hate. Where these guys hate pickup artists. They despise them. What they say is that the pickup artists give them a false sense of hope. And it's not, it's not what you say to these women. It's I think I, I ended up there like. by
3: accident. Uh, I ended up there by accident one day because I was trying to get to Slut Hut. But I typed it in wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you ever go to Slut Hut? Yeah, they have great Whoppers.
2: Yeah, when you're there, you're family. Yeah, you're there, you're family. They have great burgers. Good fries. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. So anyway, they despise the pickup artists there because it's kind of this false sense of hope that they give. And really what the, the true reason why you're not getting laid is because you're an ugly motherfucker. That's right. You're ugly. And they know you're mm-hmm. ugly. So what they do, they claim that ugly people, especially ugly men, are destined to lead unhappy lives and die alone. It's so, <laughs> And they tell you this. Like, they go on, the, on these forums, they sit here and be like, they post pictures of themselves. I've seen a themselves. lot of
3: evidence in my life. I've seen a lot of evidence to the contrary. Um, same with me. <laughs> I think, yeah.
2: uh, I think a, a, a big bank account cancels out ugliness pretty quickly. Yeah. At least you mm. see that in L.A. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm not ugly and I'm destined to die alone. So, <laughs> you know. But so these guys upload pictures of themselves. And are critiqued mm. by these other incels. Like they go in there and they, like, they look at you and they'll, they'll tell you, oh, your, your chin is too feminine. Or your jawline isn't masculine enough. Your hair is thinning. And they actually listen to these guys. And then they internalize this and feel like that's the reason why they're not getting laid. Mm. I mean, you think about it, it's body dysmorphia. You know? right. And so uh, what he feels were, were his imperfections and that were pointed out by other forum users is a weak jawline, a feminine nose, a small frame, thinning hair. Oh, yes. And that's why women look the other way when you look at them. Hmm. And so what they wanna do is even though they despise Chad's, you know, the alpha male archetype, they wanna become them. Mm-hmm. Because that's, those are the people that are getting laid. So they wanna go get surgery to like physically alter their appearance so that they can become a Chad so they can actually go out and have sex. I don't think they know that it doesn't actually work like that. (laughs) Yeah. But it's, it's bizarre and it's, it's almost like a pathological obsession. I would say, Hmm. you know, it's, it's, they feel that, uh, they deserve to have success and sex. And the only reason why they don't get it is because they're ugly and they have feminized features or narrow shoulders (laughs) <laughs> so in addition to the plastic Narrow surgery shoulders. these yeah. men are bodybuilding mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. penis stretching exercises and what they mm-hmm. call mewing which is chewing hard foods to bulk up their jaw muscles these guys talk about it and they trade secrets back and to each other on these forums like like uh this subreddit here called r slash brain cells or r slash true rape me they trade tips on skincare, bodybuilding, plastic surgery procedures, like doctor recommendations, like who they can go to to become yep. a Chad. The, the one thing I don't get about it is they obviously despise Chad's. Yes. Why don't they kill Chad's? Why don't they blow up Chad's? Why women?
3: Um, Why not both? What do you mean? They do hate both.
2: I know, but they, they they always go after women and kill women. Is it because oh, yeah. they they're worried that the chads are actually going to beat the shit out of them? I don't think and a chad can do much
3: against like a you know a car or like a gun. Yeah,
2: you know? I don't get it. It's like go kill yeah. a bunch of
3: chads. I think no. I think that would. I think that would. That they're afraid that that would make them seem gay. <laughs> 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 that's definitely it. That's that's one hundred percent it. But yeah. it's not gay at right. all to look at other
2: pictures of men and being like, your jaw is too feminine.
3: Yeah, that's exactly That's not right. gay. You
2: got it. Um, this is interesting. And uh, mm. brain cells are, are with those subreddits. Mm. Um, they classify chads by phenotype. Mm. Celtic, Nordid, Graciel, Mediterranean, and style. Jock, lumberjack, vampire, <sighs> pretty boy. They repost scientific research on the importance of symmetry and harmony and universal standards of male beauty, and they discuss the golden mask, a platonic ideal of a face designed by a California surgeon using the ratio of phi. Have you ever heard of this, the golden ratio? No, what
3: the fuck? Is, I don't I
2: understand any of this. <laughs> I, I had this to look like, it all up. It's bizarre. I guess it's based on the a... golden
3: mask? What is this, the king in yellow?
2: No, what, it's what uh, about this uh, mm. Greek philosopher named like Phidias, he mm. came up with a platonic ideal that you're like a, the perfect male face has complete mm. symmetry on both sides, a strong jawline and complete symmetry. It's like an, a, a golden ratio to one side to the other, which no face has universal symmetry like that. The brazen head does. Oh, the brazen head does. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. um so anyway this is what they, they they get together on these sites and they're like you're more of a celtic nordid well you're a lumberjack Graciel,
3: Mediterranean." this is all sh- <laughs> literally shit from the character creation skip screen in skyrim that's what this is it's bizarre is. it's bizarre
2: and mm-hmm. so these incels you know they obsess about it you know they have this obsession of wanting to become a chad But, and the only way they can accomplish this or, you know, becoming a good looking guy is by going under the knife. And so some of the things they they do is like, they call it gym selling and steroid maxing, which is Mm -hmm. incel speak for bodybuilding and taking steroids. This is the one with the penis stretching that I just don't even understand. It's called gelking, J E L Q Q I N G gelking. Mm
3: -hmm. Okay.
2: Where they stretch their penis. I don't understand. I don't know why. Um, to make it, it longer? <laughs> I don't know what they do. I mean, they're... All right. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, right. they, get, they get into skincare, but the main reason why they feel they're unfuckable is it's the fault yeah. of their mother because more than the pudgy flesh or the pockmarked skin, it was their mm-hmm. bones, the mm-hmm. bones that their mother gave them, the reasons that they're short and that their shoulders are narrow. Yeah. It's their mother's fault. It's women's fault that they can't get laid. That's what it all comes back to. So, Mother! <laughs> here comes plastic surgeon Barry Epley. He's a plastic surgeon in Indian- Indianapolis who, um, who they revere as a god, this guy. This guy's up there with Elliot Roger. Um, They come from across the uh-huh. world to go to Barry Epley to receive body modification surgeries from this guy. Um, He's become like a... He didn't even know about this, I guess, because the reporters asked him about it, but he's become like an unwitting online celebrity amongst the incels. And they they talk about him as being like Shakespeare, you know, Descartes, and
3: Mother Teresa because of his work. You know, it's random what (laughs) traits come from your mother and your father.
2: Yeah. Utterly
3: random. Yeah.
2: So your narrow shoulders could have come from your father there, buddy. Yeah. Who is probably also an incel.
3: Yeah, Or um, your fucking great-grandfather, you know? Sometimes yeah. traits are dormant for, like, two generations. So between okay. 97 to 2015,
2: cosmetic surgery among people who, who identify as male has increased 325%. You never really think about that. But, yeah, a lot of men get surgery. A lot of trans men get surgery. So I think that kind of skews these stats. Hmm. But these cisgender... Oh, yeah you know, uh, incel types, you know, this is a a burgeoning industry for them. So some of the stuff that they get done from Epley, here's what they request from him. Shoulder widening, deltoid implants, quadricep implants, facial masculinization surgery, a manlier (laughs) nose, a manlier head shape. What does that even mean? <laughs> uh, more of a chiseled jaw, or like a uh, maybe, um, yeah, male model cheekbones, prominent full lips, and this is the one that threw me for just in spirals of confusion. Testicular enlargement implants, right, right, dinosaur egg size. What? <laughs> Why is it? Is that the secret? I didn't know that women just love big balls. Do all women love
3: huge balls? Why don't you just say like football size? How is that often what, are is that we looking dinosaur at eaten? dinosaur eggs? I don't know. I don't even remember exactly how big they are. I th- Maybe they're like the size of a, a softball.
2: But why yeah, would you want I balls that big?
3: I don't know. You don't. <laughs> but you These might guys think you do. do. But you don't. You know? She gets into it too. Don't She's... help gravity. Gravity doesn't need your help.
2: <laughs> but what does it do? I mean, does it make your package look bigger in your pants? And then I, I don't know. I I don't get it. But so the reporter asked the doctor, the plastic surgeon, um, Epley, about this. And he says, you dissect the existing testicle through a small incision. You then take a gummy silicone implant and you you put it back in. He calls the whole – and it can double the size of somebody's testicles. He calls the whole process the clamshell. And they – typically use these implants for people who have, who have had testicular cancer and lost a testicle. But now it's become a very popular thing amongst these incels. And he says he's, he's being requested you know, to get testicular implants you know, from a lot of people, a lot of men these days. He All said right. he has no idea why. He's like, but it's not his place to ask why. He said, I don't care why you want it. You know, I suspect patients seek me out because they know I won't ask them and I don't see it as my job to cast judgment. Do you agree with that?
3: No, but I I feel like that's actually the way most plastic surgeons operate.
2: Yeah. But don't you think, I mean, we're, we're talking about this the other day, but don't you think at least like a brochure on the dangers of body dysmorphia?
3: Yeah. I I mean, I had a friend of mine, (laughs) I had a friend of mine, I had to pick her up after getting surgery and, um. Incredibly, like shit that was totally unnecessary. You know, like ah, oh, arms get some flesh off the arms. Where like, and it's like, what? I can't even. You know, and it's like it's a bunch of money. Yeah, and I'm like, I mean, did did they did they at least give you a fucking brochure about body dysmorphia? Nope. nope.
4: No, well, well that's the a thing.
2: Shit. Epley has this whatever care. you want philosophy to surgery mm. that doesn't even consider a patient's possible body dysmorphia. You know and that's part of his appeal, but then you know there's a lot of surgeons that are getting into this. Um, they, they asked this one surgeon in this article, uh, his name's Joe Niamatu or Niamtu. Uh He's also from Virginia, and he said it's a red flag when someone has two hundred pictures of themselves on their phone, and he refuses to uh, sculpt faces of young male patients. He said the risk is you'll never be happy. I don't think this guy's ever uh, known any social media influencers because they got hundreds of pictures wait why do, why doesn't he do it if they have so many pictures well he just says it's a red flag that there's an issue there's a body dysmorphic issue and even if he goes and he does this they're not going to be happy with it and it's just going to lead to more so he just oh you
3: mean like he's got they have they they take multiple versions of the same picture is that yeah what he means? over and over again just pictures oh, that of must, themselves okay. yeah I see.
2: And uh-huh. because they're pointing out their, what they see as imperfections.
3: Pictures, like, version. okay, yeah, they can't.
2: But I think they're trying to point yeah. out what they see as imperfections, mm. but they're not. And no right. one else sees them, but they see it mm. in their mind because they have this, like, pathological obsession of becoming a Chad. And so this guy just refers them to Epley, the doctor in Indiana, you know? Yeah. And what's interesting is when the, you talk to these guys, these incels about it, on the forums, they claim that body dysmorphia is kind of a reverse discrimination and that women seek invasive procedures all the time to fix relatively minor flaws. But if men do it, then it's wrong. You know, they say that body dysmorphia was invented by old cell psychologists who grew up in the fifties and had no problem to find a looks matched or even better looking wife. Uh-huh. so they don't see it as body dysmorphia what they see it as a necessary correction on the path to what they feel is a better life that they deserve mm. getting some uh, mm. some of those cheerleader that fine cheerleader ass once they get a yeah. once they get a massive. face once time a sculpted
3: Adonis with a buzzsaw hand all the ladies will bow down <laughs>
4: mm.
3: the thing, I mean there is a certain like I feel like a, I mean everybody's different but I feel like There is a certain level sometimes of vanity with men where it starts to, people don't like it.
2: Well, I mean, it is disturbing though. It's like, Mm. and the the thing that I don't get about it, it's like, it's not your looks. I'd say 90% of the time, it's it's not not your looks. I mean, I wouldn't have gotten laid as many times as, as I have if it was all about looks. Yeah. You know, I'm a short, weird looking Jew. Like, okay, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's not about looks. And I think these guys just don't get that. And, and what happens is they end up going under the knife, get all this surgery and their life doesn't turn around. They don't attract yeah. any women because they're assholes. And it, however much money you spend on surgery is not going to fix that. Mm-mm. You know, the, I think the most uh, alarming type of surgery that they get, and this is the one that kind of, I mean, I can understand getting a nose job or. Maybe like a maybe not testicular enlarge, enlargement, but some of the other ones, you know, some minor surgery, limb extending surgery. These guys are paying <laughs> almost eighty thousand dollars to break their leg bones, insert nails and screws, so they can be like a couple inches taller.
3: Will that make me jump higher? What if I put like a, str- a string or like a like a really strong elastic band? Like where my hamstring is, can I jump like super high? Like I don't the, think you're going to be able to jump man. at all after you get this done
2: because your legs uh, are barely attached. Damn it! You know, mm. um, we actually had a listener send in this uh, article here about uh, this limb extending surgery that's done at the Limplast X Institute in Las Vegas. Mm. Does right. not surprise me that this gets done in Vegas, but there is only one doctor in the U.S. that will do it. His name's Dr. Kevin. Debbie Pershot, and he works out, a, he's a surgeon that, that founded the Limb Plastic Institute in uh, Vegas. And he's performed this procedure so far on 30 people since opening the practice a couple of years ago in 2018. And it's a two hour, $76,000 procedure involving minor breaks in leg bones, insertion of nails and screws, and years of physical therapy. Hmm. I mean, it takes like a full year to even see the end results. But it's insane what these guys do. I mean, it's it's utterly insane. Like what these guys do is, you know, it's you know, and that that's one thing. I you you're a tall guy. You don't get this. I am. Tall guys have the advantage. You know, mm-hmm. you're one of those tall chads. Um, but when you're a short guy, short guys mm-hmm. like being a short guy is kind of like being a fat chick to a dude. Okay. Like being a, you're you're like a fat chick to a woman. If that makes any sense. What. let me work on that analogy okay Uh, yeah please work on that being a short guy yeah so I'm a short guy Mm. that's like that's like a fat chick to a guy like you know women Mm. are just like oh he's short and most women like even on tinder if you ever see that it's like if you're under six foot don't message Mm. me Mm. yeah I mean women are turned off by it and so a lot of guys you know have uh, insecurity due to their height Mm. however going and getting surgery to elongate your limbs I don't think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. no. maybe get platform nah. shoes. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but this yeah. doctor said, you know, they think if they can, mo- you know, these patients feel if they can modify this one complaint, then it's going to complete their life in some way. Yeah. And believe it or not, this limb extending technology has existed for quite some time. I mean, think about the rack. You know, the medieval torture device. You yeah, know, that worked okay, pretty I well. Okay, I will think about it. Okay. <laughs> but lengthening mm. people's bones for cosmetic purposes is a new concept. Uh, the procedure involves inserting surgical nails and screws into the hollow part of a person's bone, usually in the legs, and then slowly extending mm. the nails and screws to train the tissue to permanently stretch. And so usually, you know, in the past they've used this on patients from like you know in the military who have had severe leg wounds or car crashes mm. Mm. but now you know there's they're opening it to uh to cosmetic surgery people who want to who want to be taller if you want to get like you know a couple more inches you can spend 76 grand get two hours of surgery months of physical therapy at the limb plastics institute and uh yeah then uh, you'll you'll get to be a little bit taller so you're given what about a baller well, once you mm. become taller, then you got to get the ball implants. Then you're a baller. Uh-huh. So it's, it's okay. like a multi When does the
3: rabbit, when does the rabbit in the hat come
2: into this? <laughs> That's way later down the road. Okay. Way later all right. down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're, so you're given a general anesthetic. So you fall asleep during the entire two hour procedure. He breaks the bone, inserts the, uh, the, inci- you know, the nails and the screws. And then this, is the weird part about it. Following the surgery, You stay in the hospital for for a couple nights for monitoring and you're given an iPad with instructions to press a button on the device daily, which sends a signal to the implants in your bones that extends one millimeter each day. Hmm. After 25 days of pressing the button, the, the person will have gained about an extra inch of height. So you kind of trick the body into thinking you're growing is what's happening. Do you trick the buddy, or does the doctor trick these idiots? Well, I mean, you know? some, of, some of these guys have you know, actually had results. I mean, we've gotten like, it's like five or six inches. Now, five inches is a lot. That would right. make me well over six foot. And as they well, age, not well. What happens as they age? Well, that's an interesting thing. We don't know, do we? Well, I guess you we'll don't know. Out. He said some people hmm. will never walk regularly again. Why don't you just have to go
3: steal of... Danzig's shoes, you know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's that's, got those lifts. That's what Tom you know? Cruise did. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. But so what you do is you, you do the procedure until you reach your desired height. You just keep pressing the button until you're the height that you want. Then, uh, you know, a couple years later, you go to the doctor. He removes the screws and nails, and the bone and tissue stay permanently stretched from that point forward. I guess it's excruciatingly painful during the first week. But after that, it's not too bad. I mean, he he said you can lose your athletic ability, and you're also susceptible to other risks from from surgery, such as pneumonia or infection. But then, you know, that happens with any surgery. Sure. Um, He said uh, people who were able to Mm -hmm. run quickly before probably won't be able to run as fast. But he feels like in the next year Mm -hmm. or two, this technique has the potential mm. to become mainstream like uh, mainstream, just like breast augmentation or Botox or right. a nose job. Okay. So I don't know. Mm. I mean, I, I just feel it's like mm. what, how much do you have to hate yourself in order to save up $80,000 to go get this type of surgery? I feel like you yeah. should have a psychiatric evaluation before a surgeon will commit to doing this.
3: Yes, definitely. Yeah. And
2: I think it should be a law. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's insane. Do, do people do, and that's the thing, what's interesting about this, is people come from all around the world to go to this guy. That's right. Because they won't do this in other countries. Mm-hmm. There's a cigarette in your cat's I'm eye not, I'm, right I'm,
3: now. I'm, I'm, I'm doing that. I'm fixing it.
2: Oh, okay. I was I'm like, the, the cigarette
3: came right I'm out of the it. eye.
2: People, I'm looking <laughs> oh, at, Harrison's got this I'm like, to... <laughs> face track right now. It's a, it's a cat. Wearing a German Kaiser helmet and a, yeah. cig- he's smoking a cigarette right now, but the cigarette was coming out of the cat's eye, and it yeah. totally
3: threw me off. I was yeah, I was just trying to get it in the right you know right position. It's fine. It threw me Don't worry off about it. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah.
2: Anyway, I think mm. it, I think uh, in closing here, go get your surgery in cells. It's not going to yeah. change who you are you're a fucking asshole (laughs) and you're still going to be an asshole once you have chiseled features like a Chad. So I think maybe you should save your money and go focus Mm -hmm. on some therapy (laughs) and then you'll get a girlfriend, you know? (laughs) Because you don't deserve to get laid. You don't. And even having like chiseled features and large testicles won't get you laid. Sorry to burst that bubble. Like shattering the illusion here anyway use your illusion I do like reading about articles though when they blow off their hands trying to make bombs I wish yeah, happen that happened more funny. often That's yeah, that funny. is funny yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, people's episode 742 here sick and wrong we have some news stories coming up next we have some phone calls a little later in the show but first here's a word about our Patreon page
0: hello sick and wrong patrons in case you haven't noticed and judging by the numbers you haven't sick and wrong has their very own Patreon page where you can find outtakes, extra stories, extra phone calls, and a whole lot more. These guys are putting out at least another hour to a week of additional content. To put it in perspective, here are some things that are more expensive than a $5 a month membership on Patreon. A pack of smokes. A value meal at any drive-thru. One $6 whore. Three $2 whores. A $10 crack rock. A six pack of beer. A beer at pretty much any club one movie ticket, two joints, and two gallons of petrol. Hell, when you break it up, it costs less than 17 cents a day, and that's cheaper than feeding a starving African child. So sign up and help these Jews continue to craft the fine podcast we all enjoy so much today.
2: So the first story we have here, uh, we actually have two stories. Well, they're, they're involving animals. Uh, mine's a reptile. And yours is an amphibious creature. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is interesting that they both involve animals like this. Um, Potentially lethal animals. So a husband manages to kill his wife using a cobra in his second attempt. Second attempt with a cobra. Hmm. You got to admire his can-do attitude, Hmm. you know? It's like some guys just go and, like, use poison or their own hands to to murder their wives this guy goes the cobra route did he buy it from acme um is that the name of his snake catcher friend (laughs) maybe oh no you don't you don't have to go to acme in india everyone has a snake catcher friend it's
3: well it's that's good it's important to uh locally source your poisonous venomous snakes Exactly. You don't go out. You don't go and buy um, them from, you know, foreign countries. Mm -hmm.
2: So investigators uh, revealed that the husband here, P. Suraj, they don't say the first name, but that's probably good because I wouldn't be able to pronounce it anyway. He tried killing his wife back in March using the same Cobra method, but apparently the wife survived it. But not this time. The 25 year old woman died of a snake bite in the Kalam district of India two weeks ago. Um, oh. And I uh, was murdered by her husband after he let a black Cobra loose in her room at night, a black Cobra. Apparently those are extremely venomous. Hmm. Um, investigators revealed that the husband tried killing his wife back in March using the same method, but her name is F, S Euthra. Uthra. I thought it was urethra at first, but it's Uthra um, S Yuthra survived that first snakebite attack, so she was bitten by the cobra, but she didn't die. Do you imagine how pissed you off you'd be about that? I would go back to my snake catcher and just backhand the guy. Yeah, I'm not going to use an Indian voice because that's racist, but you can imagine what you'd say in that moment.
3: It's hard to yeah, and I appreciate your your you know. I'm bad. at I'm bad that at doing story accents and not yeah.
2: <laughs> and that started sounding like Apu. Yep. Um, yeah, that was the old sick and wrong. We used to do that back in the day. People, I think a lot of, uh, older listeners will, will fondly, you know, look back on the nostalgia of Wackerly doing his Apu voice. And I gotta say, he was pretty good at it.
3: Yeah. Um, I've never been, good I'm, at I'm often tempted, but <laughs> are when, you good at, when you work at tech and entertainment and games <laughs> and shit, you know, like <laughs> it's not a good idea, you know? No, if, if it gets out. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, so investigators found that, uh, it was a well-planned crime. Apparently Suraj had been planning for over five months. Uh, his goal was to usurp her gold and marry another woman. Usurp her gold. My dad taught me how to do that. It's one of the things, uh, Jewish fathers pass down to their sons. Gotta learn how to usurp oh. the gold. Hmm. I'm good at that.
3: About, what about prospecting for gold?
2: No, that's too hard. You pay the golds okay. to do that. Yeah, yeah. That's for Gentiles. Sure. Mm. But uh, then you come to our banks with that gold. Yeah. Um, and we usurp it. That's what we do. Mm. Police arrested Siraj. He's a resident of a nearby town and a private bank employee. So they arrested him, and uh, then they found out that uh, his snake catcher friend, uh, they ended up arresting him too. So two guys arrested for this crime.
3: I feel like in India, like... The likelihood that you'll have a close friend that's like a snake handler is like 30%. <laughs> well, I think that's the thing. I think it's a job it's like, there, like plumber.
2: Yeah. Although, mm-hmm. that's right. if you think about it, remember that show in, I think it was like those white trash guys in Florida that would just go catch alligators in your swimming pool? Yeah. So I think it's a job here too. Like there's like yeah, white trash nice. guys that can go and wrestle boa constrictors that are in your you know your drain pipes. mm you know, so I so I think it's a good job. But they can't
3: like coax them out of a basket with a
2: flute. No, now that mm-hmm. is an Indian job. That's like that's something that happens yeah. in India. You have to, uh, yeah, you have to be trained to do that. Or you climb up a rope suspended from nothing. Do you think there's snake catcher schools in India, like a trade, like a?
3: Yeah, it's it's like a it's a fakir. It's you know like a vocation. Of, yeah, you know. I, It's definitely a Fakir skill. (laughs) Uh,
2: So the women's parents, the women's parents here, filed a police complaint a week after her death, alleging that Suraj and his family members harassed urethra for her dowry. (laughs) Yeah, the couple had been married for two years, had a son, and I guess on a weekly basis, they would be like, all right, what about that dowry you promised, all right? Mm. So how does that work? Do you get the dowry before you get married? And is it a contract? Like, do you have to talk to, do the two families get together and be like, all right, we get three cows, a water buffalo, and, uh, you know, a pound of starburst. Is it like, how do you figure it out?
3: It's weird. Cause just like working in tech, you know, you meet people who are in arranged marriages. Like even if they were like born here or whatever. Um, is there a
2: dowry? Like, is there money being
3: exchanged? Yeah, there's a dowry. It's so, all. It's like yeah. It's all the deals is all done like when you're three or something. So,
2: but do you get more money if the woman's ugly?
3: Like, like if she's an ugly? I if, think it's. I think it's done before. That's even before you can even figure that out. It's done like when they're children. Yeah, but what if you can't? Like, if uh,
2: the arranged marriages aren't working, and then next thing you know, it's like now you get this ugly teenager that you got to marry off. Do you usually have to give more money than the attractive ones?
3: You've already given the money. I don't know how, how many times I have to say this.
2: Well, he didn't get the, the deal's money deal's already
3: signed and done. Yeah, but he it? didn't get the money. That's the, that's the whole, why he pulled out the Cobra. He didn't get the money?
2: No, that's the, the family, his, his family members have been harassing her for a couple of years. Mm. Like they, they harassed the family, they were upset about it, and they never got the money. So I mm. think what, this is what I, my theory here. You can null the marriage. Well, I think my theory mm. is, uh, he married this ugly woman and the family was like, yeah, we're going to give you, you know, $50,000 or $10,000. And he was like, all right, I'm going to get the money, mm-hmm. pull out the Cobra snakes and then go yep. marry an attractive woman. I think that's mm-hmm. what, I think that was his plan once he became rich. Okay. So anyway, he bought the Cobra from the snake handler after paying him 10,000 rupees which I think is the equivalent of like $2 and 75 cents. He then uh, got the necessary training from the handler. So you have to be trained. Like you don't want to, you know, pet the thing or try to give it a raspberry. It'll kill you. Mm. It's a snake. Yeah, um, so like then that. he went over to urethra's yeah. house. She'd been living with her parents undergoing treatment since the last incident in March.
3: So you it know, it we her- might as well have just done the fucking voice, D. This is already so racist. Like, we might as well have just done the voice. All right, we're I'm, at that I'm point bad now. at
2: it. You can do it. Mm. Um, so anyway, she's there getting treatment from the last cobra attack at her parents' house. And so he goes over there, May 6th, and uh, he takes, the, he t- he takes the, the snake out of the bottle. Apparently, the snake was in the bottle, waited for his wife to fall asleep, and just threw it on her. He just chucked the snake on her. And then this is the bizarre part. He kept awake all night to ensure that it didn't bite him. Would you have slept in the same room with the cobra snake? No. What the hell is this guy thinking?
3: Maybe in like a Teflon outfit I would have. Like Teflon pajamas. I think I did actually end up staying an entire night at the cobra snake once though in New York. (laughs) This is like in the odds, though. I'm back with a cobra
2: snake. you You didn't get bitten. But I yeah, I, I mean, I would just get the fuck out. I would, I would never be able to sleep. So he, sa- he was like nervous all night, kept awake, made sure it didn't bite him. And in the morning, he woke mm-hmm. up, walked outside and was just reading a newspaper all nonchalant on the veranda. Meanwhile, Urethra's mother goes in, screams, finds her daughter unconscious. Mm-hmm. They rush her to the hospital where the doctor said she died of a snake bite from a cobra. Mm-hmm. Later, when the room was examined, family members found the cobra Which was immediately killed by Siraj. Could you imagine? I I don't want to do the voice here, but it'd probably be something along the lines of, oh
3: God. Oh no, how did that happen? And then he immediately kills it with a shovel. How do you get away with that though? It's like, oh, a cobra must have gotten (laughs) in the, the, you know, it must be a wild cobra. Why do you have a cobra basket in the corner of the room? Like, how (laughs) do you get away with that crime? Well, the other thing too, it's like, it's not like
2: they lived in a rural hut. They they yeah. slept in an air conditioned condo, and mm. so it was very difficult to believe that a snake would have gotten into the room. Mm. So that's why the parents like filed a police complaint because they're just like, "Come on, dude, come on!" You know, there's Although no. Although I heard a
3: lot of office buildings in India uh, are like their HVAC is infested with fucking monkeys and shit. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard, and they'll like, steal your. Fucking they'll steal your cell phone snacks. They don't care whose name. As yeah, long, they don't give a shit. Tupperware, they'll just take it.
2: But is it true mm-hmm. like our cobra's just kinda cruising around like all over India?
3: I don't know. I like guess it's just normal.
2: It's... All right. Yeah. Um Urethra's parents allege that the woman is harassed for her dowry and that ornaments are missing from her locker. Apparently. Um the father said, This is so hard for me to resist not doing this in an Indian voice. But I'm not I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna be the larger man yeah. here with large testicles, big, huge testicles. I was forced to loosen my purse, purse strings on several occasions, but we never thought he would kill my daughter with a snake. Said Viagra, Cina, I guess his name, <laughs> it looks like it's Viagra, but it's actually V-I-A-J-R-A, Viagra. So it's right. not Viagra. I see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that's what the woman's father said. And so
3: um, the police... I mean, <laughs> if he had expected it, that would be really weird. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, that would be a weird so, thing to expect, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Harish Shankar, the police chief here, said they've invested the case very scientifically. It's a strange case at this juncture. They can't rule out whether more people are involved, but the arrested will be in court and, will, and uh, justice will prevail.
3: I wonder if his friend, the snake handler, knew what it was for. Well, that's going to come out in court. I wonder if he Well, I just need to borrow. I need to borrow your cobra. Why do you need to borrow my cobra? Uh, Uh,
2: Let me see here. Um, Yeah. You know, I wonder if he like asked him like, okay, so which one do you recommend? You got a rattlesnake, you got a python, Mm -hmm. you got a cobra. What what do you got over here? What do you think is going to do it? He's like last time I used your Gaboon viper. He's yeah, he's like, viper. Yeah, he's like I used your Gaboon viper it didn't yeah. work. <laughs> so what do you got now? He's like try yeah. a black cobra sir. Mm. So yeah, who knows. Anyway, <laughs> what about your animal story?
3: My animal story. Ba, 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 ba. Um, I wonder if I should switch to being a um a toad or a, a frog. I story. think it would be
2: more fitting, although I do yeah, like I, the smoking cat.
3: The yeah, smoking cat's pretty good, but I'm yeah. going to do this, because fuck it. Um, <laughs> beware, get ready for my frog, man. All right. So <laughs> Here we go. Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 that's, that's, good. that's good. Hey, everybody. All right. Yeah, I didn't even good. know he had a hat. He's got a pipe, he's got a hat. I didn't even do that. I don't even know how that happened. All right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so. um, Spanish porn actor arrested over fatal Toad Venom ceremony. Is that a Father John
2: Misty song?
3: Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Audrey, He's a hip guy. Aubrey Plaza's in the video. Oh,
2: okay, yeah, um, yeah. I've always yeah, found her true. attractive.
3: Uh huh. Um, porn star Nacho Vidal. She's actually at the point where she's playing moms. Oh,
2: she she's playing moms now.
3: That's right. She was but the like mo- disaffected She was the kiss mom moms. in the new Child's Play. Hello. Oh, I forgot about that. That
2: was a terrible movie. I didn't see it. Did you see it? Yeah, it was awful. Oh. Hmm. And the, first, right. the first Child's Play is one of my favorite movies top yeah. 10 for sure really? yeah it's good oh,
3: alright um porn star Nacho Vidal arrested <laughs> after deadly toad venom ritual
2: I had that from uh, Taco Bell last week oh did you? Nacho hmm. Vidal yeah it was good yeah, uh, you yeah. know we had like probably 15 people send this story in
3: right yeah some people sent it to me uh <laughs> Um, so yeah authorities say they arrested the spanish porn actor 46 and two others on suspicion of manslaughter and crimes against public health after a man died at vidal's home in valencia during a supposed mystic ritual involving toad venom
2: toad venom i didn't even know toads Mm -hmm. are venomous yeah what
3: do you what do you think the fucking you know like DMT is or whatever? Does that come from toad venom? Yes. I never knew that. I
2: thought that there, was like there's all types chemically of DMT. Creating.
3: I think there's types of DMT you can get from the ayahuasca plant, but there's types of it that's from a toad. Well, I
2: guess I've read, can... read about the licking the back of a toad. Yeah, yeah, ven- it's
3: venom. Hmm. I mean, drugs are the drugs are basically poison, right? Mm. So it's just a poison that's not won't kill you; it just fucks you up. So the victim, a fashion photographer named Jose Luis Abad, died of a heart attack after inhaling a pipe filled with the dried venom of Bufo Alvarius Toad. They say the seemingly harmless ancestral ritual posed a serious health risk for those who are easily influenced by alternative medicine.
2: Hmm. Mm -hmm. So
3: he got boofed by the toad and then he died.
1: Poofed. Is it
2: really that lethal usually smoking toads?
3: Um Well, I don't know.
2: We'll and would see. you would you try this?
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> you know? My God. Um officials arrested Vidal. I mean, it couldn't be harder than, it could be worse than like fentanyl, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, I mean if Jesus. you're gonna do fentanyl, you might as well do yeah. toad venom. That's right. Officials arrested Vidal, one of his relatives and an employee on Friday following an eleven month inquiry. His lawyer says he considers himself to be innocent and that the victim's death was an unfortunate accident. Hmm. Why doesn't the lawyer just say he's innocent? <laughs> he could cons- <laughs> he considers himself to be well, innocent. So
2: is the porn star like some kind of shamanic priest? Like was he lead was this his thing?
3: Like had he done this before? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say maybe. Okay. I mean, you might recall, devotees of the show might recall that the, um, that my shaman, uh, who administered, uh, Iboga, Ibogaine to me, among other things, um, was once on trial for killing someone Hmm. that he was, you know, administering that same, um, powder to. So. I didn't know that until afterwards, but whatever. I'd still go to him, you know.
2: Yeah, why not?
3: So, yep. Yeah. The mean, lawyer also how often denied. It yeah, the lawyer also denied that Vidal acted as a shaman during the ritual. Um, Vidal has appeared in hundreds of adult films over the years, and he has used that career to launch a line of sex-related products. <laughs> he seems to be particularly fond of pushing his penis-shaped. Candle products on Twitter. Penis candles. That's right. Are they actually... Did mm-hmm. you look it up, are they actually like... Do they have the balls or is it just a dong? I'm going to say they have, probably have the balls, too. So the balls are like the base. You might as well go... Yeah, go... All, yeah, balls are the well, base. Oh, then they can stand up. All right. Uh-huh. Vidal also uh, has also reportedly championed the effects of smoking toad. a slang term for inhaling a dried venom of Bufo alvarius, or Colorado river toad. How do you do it?
2: Do you have to, like, kill the thing and dry it out? And then, like... Yeah.
3: Know, well, actually, I don't know. Mortar pestle?
2: Um, like, mortar pestle, The that animal thing.
3: is native to the Sonoran Desert in Mexico and the southwestern United States. So, so that's not too far from it. We can go get some.
2: Yeah, but this guy's Let's in Spain. It. How did he get it? Like, dark web? Probably. Well, wow. I didn't think you could order it. And it secretes
3: it. a toxic vapor through its skin that can cause psychedelic hallucinations among humans.
2: God, I wonder how they smoked it. Did the they rolled it up venom in a blunt. it's is
3: known as 5-MeO-DMT. Oh, it is DMT. And a recent yep. study has uh, suggested that it might have some therapeutic properties. Hmm. The bufalvarious toad venom has largely been used as an intense hallucinatory drug, similar to ayahuasca. Some have described it as a god molecule, while others have compared it to a near-death experience. Yeah, now I kind of want to try
2: it. Yeah, let's see what Joe Rogan thinks. Yeah, as <laughs> Joe Rogan, so Joe Rogan should try it because he's like the modern-day Timothy Leary. Yep. You know? He's the thinking yes. man's Tim Leary. <laughs>
3: Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, boxer, come on, Joe. Uh, we
2: challenge you. Smoke the toad. Then we'll know who's yeah. like a real man.
3: He's the, yeah, he's the, uh, he's the thinking man's Opie and Anthony. <laughs> right? Uh, <but laughs> he's the thinking man's man cow. Yeah. You ever heard that guy? Uh, it's
2: the worst. No, I have not. Oh, man cow no. Miller. He's, I hope mm-hmm. he's, I don't know if he's still around, but he's terrible
3: boxer Mike Tyson has said he tried the drug after hearing about it on his podcast and that he thought it was going to kill him.
2: Jesus, could you imagine doing a hallucinogenic like that with Mike Tyson?
3: That would be great. I I think it'd be dangerous. I don't know, what if he flipped out? I think he's fun. I I I don't know, I went to see his one-man show and it was delightful.
2: I met him before at a party Mm. in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. He's friendly.
3: I don't think it counts because it was in Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> so That's a place I'd rather not return to. Yeah. In addition to his penis candle business, <laughs> I feel like I could just stop right there.
2: <laughs> you know? That's how why how is the penis candle industry treating you?
3: Or oh, do you think it was right. affected? I mean, have you been through the penis candle district lately?
2: Well, I'm just wondering, in did the LA? pandemic really affect right the now. business at all? Um... <laughs> Because people still need their penis candles. Because where do. else are you going to get them?
3: That need doesn't stop. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Uh, Vidal also offered coaching through a separate website, although he has since halted those services.
2: Like coaching how to make a penis candle? Doesn't say. Oh, all right.
3: I'm thinking maybe shamanic coaching, life oh. coaching, um, oracular counseling. Who knows? Oh, you he's
2: know. a porn star. He knows how to. Maybe he's a pickup mm. artist, too.
3: Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, what is it? Uh, d- do you want me to kiss you? Because I'm not going <laughs> to. What, what was the stupid line again? It was something <laughs> like uh,
2: Did you ask me to kiss you? It was something like that. Let me see if I can find it. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't fucking know where it is. Mm. Yeah, it's really a, a cool thing to say mm. to a woman, though. Yeah.
3: Did you ask me to kiss you? Because she winked to you.
2: <laughs> um, oh yeah. Would you like to kiss me? I didn't say you could. <laughs> Here's a penis candle. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Actually, that I bet you that would work in cells. Go get there, some penis candles.
3: You know there are other uh, women love candles. Toad, amphibian related uh, hallucin- hallucinatory products. Like Do what? you remember at some point I was? I got to follow up on that. Some chick was like, oh, my sister is like a new age yoga person and she has, it's like Kage or Kogigo or something. And I was going to do it. Kombucha? It's like, no, (laughs) it's a, it's a type of frog (laughs) venom or something. And it's less intense than whatever the fuck this is. But it's like, you know, fucking. It's like a CBD or something. You know, the yoga groups, the coffee clutch yoga groups go and they'll, they'll eat it Hmm. and, you know. Talk about self-actualization or whatever.
2: Maybe you should go get one of those, that toad venom, and roll it up into a CBD joint, smoke a little bit of it, (laughs) and then hide that joint in front of your neighbor's house Mm -hmm. to have them arrested. That's right. Be a vengeful act. Jesus
3: Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Just get a cobra, asshole.
2: Yeah, just get a fucking cobra. That takes care of the... That's one way to take care of all your problems. A cobra, mm-hmm. black venomous cobra.
3: Mm-hmm. That's right. Why is he got to be black?
2: I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's what they. That's what that guy had. Right. Black cobra. I'm colorblind when it comes yeah. to cobras. <laughs> it could be any kind yeah. of cobra. Yeah. I just know that black cobras are pretty venomous. All right.
3: Uh, sure. You yeah. um, know. Investigators allege that he was conducting regular medicinal rituals on the grounds of his home. So. Hmm. Um, right. According to his lawyer, the victim had already tried the drug once and wanted to take it at Vidal's home because the porn actor was familiar with its effects. The victim wanted to be around people who know what the, that toxic reaction is like and how to take care of yourself.
2: Did he just, like, yeah. have a heart attack and just die? Or did he, he freak doesn't... out and do something?
3: I mean, I, I don't know enough about the... the like. You got to think about like oh could this have a, a bad reaction or something. Like you got to give somebody for some very small amount and it's like if you want to administer it to somebody else you're taking that risk. You know? I oh. mean my god. Cuz it's like everybody's different. Everybody reacts to shit differently.
2: Yeah, so. I would yeah, I would definitely try like a like at least experiment with a smaller amount, see how I felt and then just smoke more.
3: Yeah, and the consumption was completely voluntary, the guy Nacho said But I mean the <laughs> thing is Is that It doesn't matter You know I mean the guy it's died It's like So if, I, and right. if you call If you come over to my house And I give you fentanyl And you die It's my fault Yeah that's the thing If I give you fentanyl And you go home And you do it And you die Unless they could Trace it back to me It's not my fault
2: What about uh? Alright what about Do you remember this happened I think it was in Los Feliz Some guy went over To another guy's house And the guy was like I want to be like Duct tape like a mummy, and he duct taped him completely, or in latex and duct tape, and then he ended up dying, like suffocating. Yeah, Yeah, I think in something like that, and he died. You got to be careful.
3: Mummification—I mean, mummification's a pretty big. Yeah, but that guy
2: wasn't charged with uh, murder. He wasn't. I don't think so. I think if it's like it just happened as a weird sexual practice, and it happened, he died.
3: Well, you can actually be held responsible for that. Um, if not criminally, definitely in a civil court. Because actually, there's a lot of safety shit you gotta, you know, uh, you gotta take care of when you're doing bondage, mummification, any of that bullshit.
2: Well, I guess the, the issue here, though, is this guy mm. provided the uh, horny toad powder.
3: Yeah, that's right.
2: Yeah. I, w- yeah,
3: I wonder if you can get the venom without killing the toad. I hope like so. if you just squeeze it or something? I don't, I don't know I mean because you can get a you can get a, a snakes venom without
2: Yeah, you can like it, uh, right? yeah
3: with its teeth, but the thing is with frog venom It's usually just like on milk back a snake or something. It's a so if you could just like put it in a Thing and then Sque- I
2: don't like know, a, get like a secretes. juicer or something like you know like you how you make orange
3: juice Yeah, that'll be fine <laughs> But don't They'll press too hard on, on its way afterwards. yeah, yeah. I mean, a little no, trauma. You just, yeah, you squeeze out its little glands. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, you know, these these uh, chicks around L.A. have to go and get their fucking dog's anal glands expressed or something. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same probably process. You know, I bet you in the, yeah.
2: there's cartels right now that sex traffic children just for that purpose because they got little fingers. <laughs> you know, squeeze the toad. Uh, it could be worse, you know. Yeah, yeah it's mm. not that bad. Yeah.
3: It's good work if you can get it. Yeah. Mm. That's it. Room
2: and board. All right. Well, we'll see if Nacho ends up, uh, you know, going to prison for this. Could ruin his career. What's going to happen to the penis candle industry if Nacho goes to prison?
3: Oh my God, I shuddered at that. I mean, the economy is rough enough as it is. I don't even know. I don't think we could take a hit to that industry. Yeah, but um... think
2: about it though. If uh, you know, if he's in prison, no one's making penis candles. Maybe it's a possible opportunity for you. You're unemployed. you know, yeah. yeah I don't know if uh, I don't know if you know how to do that but hmm. you might be able to figure it out I anyway I the glory yeah you did so, that was impressive uh, uh, people send you your story signal around podcast gmail.com we have some phone calls coming up next 323-522-4032 is that number but first here's a word from Adam and Eve uh,
5: Want to add a little spice to your sex life? Go to adamandeve.com You'll get 50% off your purchase Free shipping Two adult DVDs And a product so sensual We can't even mention it on this podcast No, no Just type the coupon code Uh, DIDDLE uh, Upon uh, checkout <laughs>
4: oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh,
3: oh, oh. We got a
2: few phone calls to get to. Three two three five two two four zero three two is that number. Remember keep it under three minutes, even though I don't think you have much of a choice about that.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> the first call we have is from a uh, a bit of a... I'd say celebrity. I'd say, yeah. I'd say this caller is a celebrity.
3: Okay. Hello, D and Harrison.
1: This is the devil. Satan. Otherwise known as Satan. Lord of darkness. Long time no Ruler of Hades. King of the underworld. Tormentor. Of lost souls.
2: We don't need your whole LinkedIn, dude. (sighs) Yeah, it's like, come on, dude. Mm. We know who you are. Yeah. All right? Just get to the point.
1: You've been doing excellent work documenting the misery and despair of humanity. The brutal murders. The hideous and depraved sex acts. losses i want to thank your people for killing the son of god
2: yeah you're welcome
1: pain in the ass jesus and harrison whether you die from an overdose a suicide or malnutrition from your diet of candy soda and fast food (laughs) i'll be seeing you soon my friend very soon keep the bed warm keep up the excellent work your show always makes me laugh
2: (laughs) well there you go our buddy satan Hmm. it's always good when he checks in you know whoa that's a new well, outfit.
3: now I am Satan, everybody. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you look like a video game, mm. Sa- like a Satan in Mortal Kombat or something. Ah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I like it. So All right, well, Satan thank you, yeah. buddy.
3: Thank you, Satan. I'm gonna uh, usurp your gold and hell. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate
2: the kind words, though. It's always nice mm. when Satan's a fan of the show. Yeah. Uh, next call we have here is uh, remember that girl, the Alberta girl. You gave her some uh, advice on furries and and like on uh, dominatrix or dominating her, her boyfriend, something like that. Anyway, she calls back with another question.
5: Hey, Bee. Hey, Harrison. This is Alberta Girl. I'm the one that's called in the past about dating the pilot who had the fur kink. He used to get me to wear wigs and remember
2: that. The oh, pilot, man. the fur kink. Yeah, you remember that. Because we gave her advice. Wasn't
3: it like a wig, but it's a, wasn't it like a whole... It was a whole like, like a slew a wig of suit?
2: wigs. Yeah, like a wig a outfit wig or suit? something. <laughs> An outfit made of a wigs. A fur outfit. Oh.
5: And then I called and asked Harrison for some advice on my current boyfriend mm. and how to get into the whole dominatrix and having him be a submissive and how I could dom him because I'm kind of a sub myself. Um, actually I'm a little more than anything he's, he's more my daddy and uh, I'm a little and I prefer that role, but, uh, we were try and-
3: explain little again. What is that? <sighs> it's like, I mean, it used to be more of a, uh, it, now it's not that unusual. It's kind of just like, they say daddy, they call you oh, daddy okay, And then sometimes okay. there's like, there's like the vague intimations of age play. I I I mean I I've you can't really fuck around on pet life without encountering that a few times, and it's just I kind of just try to limit it, and pre- when it does happen to some whatever degree, I try to pretend like it's not happening.
2: I don't, for some reason I always think it's like a little person, like you're trying to be a dwarf or something. <laughs> you're walking yeah. on your knees. Yeah. You know?
3: But yeah. hey, sweetheart, you wanna call me daddy? You know, whatever whatever floats your boat, right? <laughs> That's what. Uh, yeah.
5: Some of your suggestions. But I... Okay. But I yeah.
3: Yes. I am uh, i don't even know where Alberta is. But uh, I feel like Canada. I want to go there. I, I mean, right. It's Canada, but I don't know where it is in Canada. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, my God. That. I know. I've been to Montreal.
5: Um, I have another part. Same boyfriend. Mm. He has revealed or I've kind of discovered that he's into training. um, And mm. I need to know... Um, I'm assuming Harrison you have some experience with that how I do. do I go about encouraging the fantasy but not feeling threatened by it um, there's some really beautiful things out there I gotta admit but I'm a little confused by it um, he prefers obviously the ones that have had the top surgery he's definitely a top
2: wait have had the what surgery did she say the, the top I thought she said top surgery yeah is that like if he uh, oh, actually Brett? Breasts? Yeah, that's what
3: I was wondering. Like, get breast surgery, so, like breast Sometimes implants? just sometimes just the medication can give you breasts. Yeah, I thought like you take hormone treatments. It doesn't always do it. Sometimes you need the surgery too.
2: Hmm. But All right. I I think she said top. I don't know. But does does she want or does is he into like post op or pre op? That's I, don't that, know. I mean, there's a difference, yeah, you, there's a big you know. difference. Yeah.
3: yeah.
5: And so. I'm just wondering kind of how to navigate that world now. I know, it's a it's a very crazy sex life I have. Um, so yeah, Harrison, if you have any advice on my boyfriend and trannies, um, I kind of like the idea, it's a little bit hot. At the same time, I feel kind of threatened, not threatened, just nervous, like, you know, will I ever be enough or is it just a fantasy he's been with them? And if so, Where's a good place to find them, like Fat Life, or I, I don't know. It's a whole new world for me, and I don't quite understand it. So, if you want to um, educate me and help me out, that would be great. I love you guys. You are the best, and keep it, keep it wrong. Bye.
2: Well, in the U.S., the only place to find them is Dunkin' Donuts. They love it, <laughs> so you got to go yeah. hang out over there, and just uh, that's that's, right. where, that's where you find
3: all the preops. America runs on Duncan. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know. So what kind of advice do you have? I mean, yeah. I mean, sort of like bringing one into the bedroom. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, if he's in the pre-op, I mean, you could always do the strap-on thing and, you know, use your imagination like the Muppet Babies used to do. Um, yeah, why isn't like he? people didn't... used to do before phones.
2: But maybe he um, wants a biological trans female.
3: Yeah. Right. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I would, yeah, I would go on <clears throat> FetLife and fucking, uh, I don't know, fucking Whippler or something. Craigslist? Um, Craigslist, not so much anymore. The, I mean, you could, there's still erotic ads on there. And believe me, I've, I've been looking, because during this whole quarantine thing, there have been, like, I've never had sex with a prostitute. I don't really have any desire to because i'm not i'm not really even that into one that you're I'd not stand, at that but, point yet but no i've thought about hiring one just to like come over and spoon with me for an hour Honestly, <laughs> like i'm so starved for intimacy i i, <laughs> I can <laughs> like see I, that i wouldn't even want to have sex i would just be like can you just lay with me for like an hour, my God. And, and at the end, you know? she's like, well, that's a hundred bucks. And you're
2: like, you just spooned me. That was it. There was no fluid exchange. Come on, $60. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> no, no. I'm Um going to argue.
3: Right. Yeah, so. Um, but, where, uh, where would you
2: find that, though? Would you go on Fat Life? For yeah, that? it
3: would be best. Well, I mean, you could get like a, a sex worker. I would recommend trying to find one on like Fat Life or something just because it's like, it's better to get somebody who's just like a trans person doing whatever, who wants to get involved with a couple rather than someone who's working. Because someone who's working, my God, take every goddamn possible precaution <laughs> in terms of- <laughs> Hide the valuables? Know. Yeah, yeah. And also, if they offer you meth, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> this so, comes from experience, Albert, I'm, Yeah, girl. I'm just, I'm not trying to, I'm just trying to say you know, from experience. But um, don't they have like trans girls are on like uh, Tinder,
2: OKCupid? Could you find one on there? Yeah. Yeah.
3: And uh, look, you're a couple. You're you know everybody wants to get with a couple. My God.
2: Yeah. So that might work. Um, I I think the only thing I would say is uh is you probably don't want to use the word tranny when you're talking. But if you're not
3: comfortable bringing somebody else into the yeah, don't say that. Yeah. But if you're not comfortable bringing (laughs) someone else into the thing, don't do it. Well, that could you know, get really just, awkward. Just don't do it. There's plenty of fucking fantasy shit you can do without having to bring... And I, it doesn't... It, unless he's actually, like... Unless you're into that idea and he's actually expressed that, like, that is something he definitely wants to do, then why even do it?
2: Yeah, right? but you have to be cool with it. Even if he expresses interest in it, if you're not cool with it, it's going to ruin the entire experience for both parties. Yeah. Yeah. So... Anyway... Um, there's some good advice. Yeah. Go on Fet Life. Go meet them at a Dunkin' Donuts. And the next thing you know...
3: Tim Hortons.
2: Yeah, Tim Hortons. It's That's Canada where we Oh, yeah. That's probably where the Canada. Canadian trans people hang out at. But, uh... Right.
3: But, yeah, try it out. Let, me, let us know what happens. Give us a follow-up. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how you, like, play, you know... You could do it. I mean, this is a way to do everything. But yeah. it's interesting. It could just be a porn thing. It's not... It could just be, like... Oh, you mean that he's into just trans porn? Yeah, it doesn't necessarily need to actualize it into his real sex life. So who knows?
2: Maybe you want to talk about it first. Talk Um, about it first. Get some of the details. Hey, maybe
3: you just put a strap on and watch some mm. some porn. I recommend. Yeah, I recommend you guys get down and watch some um, futanari, either hentai or or CG CGI stuff on uh, Pornhub and find a middle ground there what you yeah but what you both might like you know futanari d uh boys.
2: did you send me wait what did you send me what was that video you sent me the other day
1: let me see hey
2: no you, yesterday you <laughs> sent me
3: a video I, I sent you dr robotnik dancing no
2: okay this is minoru okay. fushimi
3: Oh, the Thanatos of Funk.
2: Yeah. The, the yeah, Thanatos of, nothing, of Funk. <laughs> no, yeah. That's not, that's not, he's not into Futinari or you don't know?
3: No. Oh. <laughs> no, no. no. Futina, Futinari is like, you know, oh, it's, you know, it's Batgirl and Harley Quinn, but Harley Quinn just has a dick. Oh, okay. 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 And it doesn't yeah, necessarily get into popular. like, what kind of trans identity is or Whatever. It's just like, ah, it's just Harley Quinn. She's got a dick. She's going to fuck that girl, and then we're going to have a bunch of animated fun stuff. Yeah, get into that. See yeah, I think you should try that first.
2: Yeah. It's, a, it's like, a, you know, like, a, like a stepping stone, you know? You'll right. get to the point where you mm-hmm. bring in a trans person that you picked up at the Tim Hortons, but you've got to work your way up to that.
3: That's correct.
2: All right, next call we have here. Here's the WAD calling in about an actual robbery that occurred at his place of business.
4: Mm.
6: Dee and Harrison—they finally opened Jiu-Jitsu back up today. Well, and uh, apparently, uh, not getting to uh, choke anybody for two months uh, really hasn't been very good for my temperament. Uh, my tire shop uh, was actually—we
2: uh, <laughs> uh, actually—yeah, could you choke your wife? Yeah, the fuck, you know.
6: Robbery a couple weeks ago And um, The funny thing is It was actually the day Before I decided to go Cold turkey On caffeine and nicotine Mm. So I was amped Like a motherfucker All day long Smoked several cigarettes Drank a few energy drinks It was a busy Stressful day So I, I was I was ready to Fucking kill somebody 6.30 rolls around It's time to go home This car pulls up With two fucked up tires And we're like Ah, uh, fuck it, you know, we'll help you out, you know. We want, to, we want to go home, but you're already on our lot. So we take care of them. We get them a cheap used tire. They have a shredded tire in their back passenger side. They have a beat-up donut spare tire in the front with a dent in it. I personally hammer the dent out of the donut and get the fucker holding air again. And then I go into the office, and I notice that one of my desk drawers is wide open, and the box where we keep the uh, fives and tens and ones is missing.
2: How much money do you think you could get from a tire shop? Um, $80. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah.
3: Why would, of all weird. the
2: places to rob, why a tire shop? People,
3: okay. How many people go into a tire shop to get fucking tires <laughs> and pay cash?
2: Yeah. That's right? kind
3: of weird too. Isn't that weird? Man. I don't
2: know. Although this hmm. sounds like a crime of opportunity. Like the guy's like, Hey, do you got a bathroom? And he goes to the bathroom. He notices that the, uh, you know, the, Chores are unattended, and he's like, ah, no one's around. i want to take a look. You yeah. Know? And maybe you should have a secretary, Wad, and this was stuff, kind of stuff wouldn't happen. Right. Yeah, what is your mom doing? Like, does she have a job? Why don't you hire your mom? Hmm. So,
6: I'm like, oh, my God, am I fucking tripping? So I immediately get on the camera to see what the fuck happened. I see it was this little fucking asshole that was uh, riding with the, the people that were in the car that we were taking care of. From looking at the camera, I see that the little bastard walked into the office, took the whole cash box, hit it up under his hoodie, walked out to the car, got in the car we were working on with the cash box, and the bitch who drove the car was standing right there watching him. We got her plate number, so she's probably going to give his ass up for probation. And I immediately go and confront the little pecker and I'm screaming at him. I'm like, you little motherfucker, you better give me the fucking money back. I'm not fucking playing with you. I will fucking choke you unconscious. Do you want to die, boy? Do you want to fucking die, boy? Oh, wow. And he keeps saying, on my mama, I didn't take nothing. On my mama, I didn't take nothing. (laughs) And I'm like, I fucking saw you.
2: Yeah, bring him inside and make him watch the video, you know?
6: Then, he locked himself in this other car that showed up, some bitch in a Ford Focus who apparently knew them. Uh, I ripped the door handle off, and then I realized the front driver's unlocked, so I go in through the front driver after his ass.
2: The Wad is turning into the incredible Wad. He's getting crazy. Incredible sulk. Yeah, Yeah. the incredible sulk. Stay tuned for part two. All right, well, he calls in part two. This is where the Wad... Becomes a mutant, violent creature. Okay. Starts I don't know what he, is he gonna start do you think he's gonna start jujitsuing everybody? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, all at once? Yeah. We'll see.
6: So I go in through the front driver's side door after this little fuck weasel and he escapes out the back passenger. I kick off running after him. Then one of my employees walked up to me with the cash box. He found it uh, in the back seat of the car we were working on. And I'm like, oh, great, you found the cash box. I look in the box, all the bills are missing. So I take (laughs) off running in a direction (laughs) he went. And we go to uh, the first uh, corner street, uh, the first intersection. He's nowhere to be found.
2: I guess this is your business. So if it was my business, maybe I would chase him down. If it was yeah. just a, you know, if I was working a discount tire, I couldn't right. give a fuck. Yeah, no, 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 no.
3: You know? Don't want to break a sweat.
2: I remember I, I'm in uh, high school, I worked at a Little Caesars that got robbed. And uh, I just I just stood there. I'm like, yeah, here, take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, why would you care? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, but I mean, I guess if it was my, because it's a family business, if it was my business, then I might actually give a shit about it
6: so we say fuck it we lost them I turn around and start walking back and a Dodge Challenger pulls up to me and it's a guy who looks like the dude that did it but something's different
2: how come they all have different cars it was like a Ford Focus a Challenger yeah, everybody's got a different car in this I'm confused I thought, I thought it was like a, like a, a miner that, was, that robbed the store yeah, you know, that's one thing people the whole out family. There, well, that's one thing, you know, people out there, like listeners, if you're a minor, you really should take advantage of the fact that you're a minor. You can't really get right. charged with a crime. I mean, you go to the that's juvie correct. maybe, but I mean, nothing, you know, nothing really that severe. Yeah, don't stick. Yeah. So it's like, go take advantage. When you can do that stuff before you're 18, you should do it.
3: That's right.
6: Uh, it was later brought to my attention that this person was actually his brother and he got word that somebody was chasing after his brother trying to kick his ass. So he pulls up to me and says, what's well, up? Ain't nobody stole from you. So in my mind, I'm thinking, this is the motherfucker. I don't know how he got in the car so quick, but this has to be him. He knows what the fuck happened. So I reach in the car after his ass, stupidly with both hands, trying to drag a little bastard out of the car thinking he's all hard. He steps on the gas. I get thrown from the car. I get this really fucked up road rash on my wrist and my lower back. Then he takes off. Then I walk back to my shop and there's another asshole in another car. And he's showing off all this money at me saying, this ain't your money.
2: And I'm like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. I am really confused at this narrative. This is
3: so confusing. I'm
2: know. so it's confused. Okay. There is a okay. There is a guy that stole like sixty dollars from the tire shop, um, you know, bank there's like a, a cash box. The Justice box. League
3: film made more sense than
2: Yeah, and the, the Justice League film yeah. did make more sense. And I can't mm. even, I'd never even heard of that film before. So mm. this kid steals a cash box from the tire shop. He gets into a car that had shitty tires. Then a Ford Focus showed up with a bunch of women in it. And then he gets into that car, and the wad rips the handles off that car. The kid runs away, they find an empty cash box, and now there's another guy who's related to the robber who's driving a Dodge Challenger. And now I'm just confused. Sure. Okay, whatever, all right.
3: So you don't know what's going on either. No, I think this is based on a Sherlock Holmes story though. I think it's probably a study one of those Scarlet. This is based on a studying Scarlet.
2: I thought it was based on like the Robert Downey movies that came out. Oh, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Did you ever see those? Yeah. Yes. Awful.
6: But he's either got the worst timing on the planet, or he's involved. So I reach in through the window with my left hand, and I really go for this fucker's throat. I grabbed him right by his larynx with every fucking thing I had. Larynx. And he tried to say he had a gun. He was like, "I got a gun." Go! Ah! And then he stepped on the gas. But since I only grabbed him with my left hand this time, I was able to let go quick enough to not be thrown from the car. Then the next day, we call the cops. We get the surveillance footage and everything. Uh, We get the plate numbers of the car he hid in and the plate number of the bitch who was driving the car that actually saw him going through our money. And I also got the bitch's name and phone number. Uh, we'll be giving that to the detective. Uh, on the plus side, though, since this happened, I it has been two weeks cold turkey nicotine and caffeine, and I've never felt better.
2: Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. All right. Well, there you go. The so, why. Sorry.
3: Did they get away with the money that day, or like what?
2: I guess they got the money, but then uh, you know he has a. They. I mean, there's a surveillance footage. It has the licenses, driver's licenses or the license plates. So I think these guys are going to go down. Hmm. The question is, is it worth it for the $80 or whatever is in your cash box? I guess if you don't have to do anything and just have the cops do it. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. Have you ever actually had a cop do anything to help you ever? no <laughs> yeah, i know i was like because no. you know there's been this whole thing about yeah. defunding the police department. i think like i've
3: other than like when you are like required to go file a thing when you're like the victim of identity oh theft, yeah 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 they, but then they're just but
2: but that's it. just a form yeah. like uh you know i've had i've been robbed i've had uh you know a couple cars broken into and things like that and then i've, went, I've gone to the police and they've filled out a form and then i've taken that form and given you know, give it to my insurance company and I get money back. That's the, the extent of what cops have ever done for me. Mm, So mm. I wonder how much, you know, I just wonder how much the cops are really going to help the wad here in this situation. Like, are they going to get your $80 back? Doubt it, (laughs) but maybe. Yeah. Although, I mean, I I do admire the wad going all Mel Gibson on these guys. Mm. He was like ready to fight. Man, you don't, want to steal, you don't want to steal from his tire company. Mm. Anyway, thank you there for the, uh, the Royd Rage story. People can call Sick and Wrong Hotline 323 522 4032. Best way to support the show is by becoming a Sick and Wrong patron. Just go to patreon.com Sick and Wrong. I said that really weird. I was like, Patron? A patron. But yeah, mm. become a Sick and Wrong patron. Uh, patreon.com Sick and Wrong. Uh, and you get a lot. You get a lot in return. I was thinking about this. Like, I was editing the... We we recorded our Patreon stuff last night. We did, like, an hour, a special bonus Patreon call of this whole saga that Schlitzie is going through with his, like, downstairs stoner neighbors. Like, Schlitzie became, like, a marijuana cop, and he's Mm. fighting this battle of wits with his downstairs stoner neighbors. I don't give a fuck, but I'm going to... (laughs)
3: it is even though every single thing I'm doing and saying hints at the opposite
2: it is one of the funniest things I've heard in a long time and we played the whole thing it went on quite a bit longer than normal but it's an extended bonus Patreon call so if you go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong sign up today and uh, yeah you could uh, tell you get some extra phone calls some extra stories with all our Patreon bonus content. And you get our own personal appreciation by supporting right. the show.
3: And I'll also come to your house and engage in erotic play with you and your significant other.
2: That's But don't you have to be at the $10 level for that? You do. Okay. So, yeah. uh, so you $5 people, you're not going to get to bed down with Harrison, okay? Sorry. Yeah. Mm. Got to up the ante. Uh, finally, here's Sick Wrong Song of the Week. We're going to end the show with a uh, a, a song that I'm going to dedicate to Lindsey Graham and his little ladybugs. It's
3: uh, well, a... <laughs> scandal's got me. About as nervous as Dave Collier at an Alanis Morissette concert.
2: Oh, boy. The song's called I Am Gay by the Holland Boys and I think maybe it's time you just admit it, all right? This mm. one's dedicated to you. Be we'll be back next week with episode 743. Till then. Take it, Susie.
1: I am gay. I like men. I lift weights. I can dance. My place is neat. I keep it clean. Cool.
2: mentioned that uh, on the with the incels, some of those forums they post pictures of themselves with Photoshop Chad faces to talk about what they could look like. So like (laughs) it's it's really weird. You can see these pictures. Like you'll upload a you'll upload a photo of your face, and they'll be like, Mm -hmm. your chin is gay, and you got a feminine Mm -hmm. nose, and all this stuff. And then another guy will go and take your face, put it in Photoshop, and be like, this is what you would look like as a Chad.